0: Action.
1: Is it recording? Yeah. Oh, (laughs) hi, kids. Hi, guys. We're back.
0: Oh, we're finally here. Feels like we haven't recorded in six months. Uh, It really does. We've never take an extended amount of time away from recording. So it just feels like it feels so weird to like be out of routine. Definitely. I couldn't wait to get back. I know. I I, same, same. So for those that can see the video
1: and see me, I have a bandage on my head.
0: No, it's her new headband.
1: (laughs) Yes. I went, like I said, and got rid of the bullfrog
0: she's a fucking she's a menace you guys she's a fucking menace with a problem
1: you maybe a couple months ago on an episode i mentioned that one of the plastic surgery pages i follow had posted this man and his before and after of his um chin lipo and i was like oh my fucking god i need that so badly because it's hereditary and i've had it always even at my very skinniest i've always had it so like even if I lose weight, whatever, it's always going to be there. And it's like a huge insecurity of mine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So once I saw that man's before and after, I just got to doing research. And then finally, a couple of weeks ago, I, I found someone in LA and I went and got it done.
0: I'm but excited how- to see the results when you're all the way healed.
1: I know, I know me too. So in the meantime, I have to wear this on my head. Does it hurt for six weeks? The brace hurts. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like it fucking hurts. It gives me a headache because it's like, yeah you know, it has to be tight. And then I got another one. But then when I went to my post op appointment, he was like, I don't like this one because it's not tight enough. Okay. Oh, well, boy. this one be ripping my hair out. So I was like, I don't want to be wearing that other one all the time because it hurts. But this one does hold tighter. So I tried to alternate. It's yeah. funny because when I'm in LA, and people see shit like this they think plastic surgery right not up Man. here in the bay area they think i got shot somebody at uh-huh. somebody at walgreens over here asked me did i get shot and i was like
0: absolutely fucking not like i did i did
1: <laughs> yeah i was I just did. like wow it's really different just you know northern california and southern it's, it's really so different. normal
0: down there you know yeah, it's the culture. Yeah. right it's really fucking so funny She's not allowed to go back by herself to any plastic surgeons uh, ever.
1: So I have a bit of a problem and I'm willing to acknowledge that because it's getting out of control. Um, I have a bit of body dysmorphia. And yeah. I, when I went to my post-op, I, I left a deposit for another surgery. And I told Crystal, I don't think I've you wasn't heard- supposed to do that. I don't think I've ever heard her that mad at me, like, ever. Like, she... I kept having to be like, hello, hello, because I thought she hung (laughs)
0: up when she was there, just not speaking to me. Um, Social media is a mind fuck, and I recently, just a couple days ago, was reading an article about how plastic surgery has increased, like, over 400% in the last couple years because of social media. Everybody feels like um they're not good enough they're not good enough and i say that
1: i'm fully aware of that i'm fully fucking aware that that is what caused it and i'm telling people even because like um someone asked me the other day about the procedure and like how much did it cost and the pain level and all that kind of shit and they were saying they wanted it and i was like honestly like you know, I got this done, I'm going to get like this one more thing done. And then after that, like that has to be it. And I said, um, you know, I was never like this before I started following never. surgery pages. So I'm very well aware of what caused the problem. I follow hella fucking surgery pages, and surgery recovery pages. And seeing before and afters like drastic ones and shit, you're always going to think of something that you might want to fix,
0: there's always going to be something you might want to change, right? When we were younger, and you were stick thin, I don't even think you projected or, or let anybody know about one insecurity you had. You walked yeah. around; like there was you were the shit all the time.
1: I mean, yeah, I was like that my whole life, and you know, really high confidence. Um, yeah, and even just up until a couple years ago, like it really just got bad. I got really critical of myself. Like within, I'd say the last two years yeah just having access you know maybe having money to spend on it um yeah that's different because back in the day I didn't have that option you know so like now shit's changed and you know more accessible and yeah it's just it's fucking me up and so I've made the decision that I'm gonna stop following hella those pages take that step because when I wasn't following those I didn't give a fuck about none of the things that I'm paying to correct now right So, um I, you know i know that plays a huge part we've heard about what that does to teenagers and shit my brain is kind of like a teenagers in some <laughs> <way>. <laughs> we know we need to unfollow those fucking pages and yeah together yeah it's getting out of control
0: you know if i want a boob job i've had kids i've been bigger i lost all weight like i do want a boob job but i intentionally stay away from fucking instagram um because I know what it'll do to my fucking self-esteem. Yeah. And, and I like thinking I live on top of the world and dude, all it takes is like 30 minutes on that motherfucker. And I'm like second guessing shit and-
1: Oh, you know what, it's crazy because like I follow a hella, hella like Instagram models pages and shit, and I'm never looking at them as if they're better than me ever. I'm never looking at them like, oh, they look better than me. Cause I still think I'm top tier, right? Right. But- the surgery pages are what fucks me up. And so like, you know, it's not the models and it's not like the- you And know. you follow like
0: 500 of them.
1: Yes, I do. I really do. So it, it's really those. So I, all I can say is like, um, if you have this problem too, unfollow them and see if that helps. Or if your kids follow a lot of those pages and are already talking about procedures, I would fucking have them unfollow it too. Cause I wouldn't want Bunny feeling like how I feel when I look
0: at those pages. Yeah. Uh, when, when she told me that she was getting one more procedure, I said, no, how about we get a good therapist and we do that first? She was like, I'll do both.
1: My friend was like, cussing me out about it too, especially because the, the cost of doing it in California with the surgeon that I have now is like double what I would pay like in Miami or somewhere else. Yeah. But I have all these reasons why that to justify it and why that. Anything
0: I say, she has a, a, comeback. a comeback, anything, a logical
1: comeback. So, um, she was pissed too. And she was like, you know what? Me or Crystal should have fucking went with you.
0: I Not was supposed him. to.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I, I think I wouldn't have. So blame yourselves. That's where I'm at. I blame what? Billy. I'm blaming Billy <laughs>
0: yeah. for everything. For everything. Everything what? these past three weeks, Billy. Let's change gears into that for a minute. Oh my God. Can I first just say I've been so exhausted, like not the type of exhausted you could go to sleep and feel better. You know, that emotionally, mentally fucking just gone. I mean, I think up until this last week I maybe took two showers in two weeks because I just didn't have fucking energy. I would spend all day at the hospital, come home, fucking fall asleep and um i was going to the hospital twice a day i'd wake up take the girls to school go to the hospital come back pick them up drop them off go back to the hospital um like three weeks ago you know i i've mentioned for a while i think my dad's dying and i was saying i was losing a lot of weight well will and i went over there on a friday and we're looking at him and i'm like we'll take him to the doctor in the morning. And then I went on the porch and I he was like,
1: fuck. He had been asleep for like two days or something. Yeah. Right? And he, he been- was not asking for his meds. He was not calling nope.
0: her phone. All of this nope. shit that's not like him. So you know something's wrong right away. And if he's not calling me every day to bring his pain pills, there's a fucking problem. Cause that right. is the highlight of his life. Yeah, exactly. that's his excitement for the day. His kismets is what he fucking calls them. Yes, Yes. So. I'd woke him up that morning. And when I woke him up Friday morning, I noticed that, um his pattern of speech when the schizophrenia, the paranoid schizophrenia is first starting to appear, um is very specific. And he called me supergirl. And he, you know, he doesn't call me Supergirl or Mama on a regular basis., no. and he called me both of those. And I was like, "Fuck, maybe he ain't been taking a psych meds because mm-hmm. he's been sleeping so much. So, he woke up, I gave him his morning meds, he he takes his psych meds at night. Well, that evening when Will and I got there, we're looking, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm just gonna call the ambulance dude. Like, <clears throat> he looks so bad. I have photos. He looked so fucking bad. So they take him to the hospital, they take him to Concord, and um they do his lab work Friday. When he was admitted into the hospital, he was 95 pounds. He was so small. I didn't know this. Cause you know, I don't bathe my dad. He's competent enough to wash himself once a month. When he's forced. So, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Girl, he has bed sores on his hips. Oh, you didn't, you didn't tell me that. From being so small and sleeping so much. Oh my God. Yeah, bad. So they do his labs, his labs were normal. I go see him Saturday morning and dad's about 75% himself. The paranoid schizophrenia is kind of seeping through his, his speech is a little garbled, mm-hmm. um, but he had already looked, his color was already better from getting IV hydration.
1: Yeah, because what you showed me before, he looked like a corpse. And I don't think like His skin looked gray. Like, and um, you know, I have family that has died and I've looked at them and like dead people have like a weird color, like a ashy kind of gray weirdness to their skin. That's yeah. how he looked before when she called the ambulance. And then the photo the next day, don't do that. <laughs> the photo the next day was like a hundred times better. He was like up and alert and like had color to his face again. Yeah. Yeah. so
0: different. we went, me and Will went there that morning. By two o'clock, they had called me and they were like, your dad is septic. We redid his labs um, and we did a CT because they were originally doing a CT to check the pulmonary aspergillus, the mold in his lungs. Well, it turns out overnight, somehow he had developed we think maybe he had been having problems with his gallbladder for a while and wasn't saying anything. And that's why he wasn't eating, uh, because nothing else can, they couldn't find anything else to explain the lack of appetite and the constant sleeping. But you know, when you're not feeding weight loss. Yeah. When, you know, when you're not feeding your body, it's like this horrible cycle you get in, um, you have no energy. So you're sleeping, you're sleeping so much. You're no longer eating. Right. That's true. So it, it turned out he had gallstones stuck in his bile duct. They did emergency surgery. I was so scared of them putting him under because he weighed 95 pounds. He just yeah. looked fucking bad. And they told uh, you that was a huge concern before they even did it. Right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It was a huge, like we had to have a family discussion, it's um, it. yeah. I had to sign a DNR, um, all this shit. And so. He survived the surgery. They ended up having to put a stent in his uh, bile duct. But what happened uh, when they noticed it Saturday, they had to stop all meds because your liver is affected when your bile ducts affected, blah, blah, blah. And the psych meds my dad are on, they're called, they're second generation antipsychotics. My dad has, and I, I actually just learned this, but my dad has antipsychotic, um, resistant paranoid schizophrenia which means he's basic he's on the last chance medication yeah for he we've went through thorazine lithium uh zyprexa you name it he's done them all the only one that has worked is clozaril or clozapine so it's very strong um it has to be tapered on tapered off like there's something called a Neuroleptic. Uh, it might be response syndrome, neuroleptic something syndrome that can happen if the meds aren't given correctly. You can die. Yeah. So they had to take him off his psych meds for a couple of days until he had that surgery, and in the meantime, they were giving him a, a dose of Zyprexa, which is an antipsychotic, but it's nothing compared it's to what he normally takes. Yeah. So it wasn't even doing anything. So Saturday he was about seventy five percent. We go in Sunday he's like forty percent. We go in Monday after his surgery and he was catatonic. I mean like this. I have photos of that. Like
1: too. not even not even alive. Like to where uh-uh. when you told me that and like called to update me, we were like sobbing on the phone.
0: Like yeah. he was like in our in our eyes we thought he was that was it. Well, the doctors had told me you know we've done everything we're thinking of having a neurologist come in and check him out. But, and I was like, I was like, I hate bullshit. I'm a realist. I'm like, is he dying? And he was like, yeah, he's dying. And I'm like, okay, well, if he's dying, this is my only request. Since that surgery has been performed, put him back on his regular psych meds. I think the reason he's catatonic is because he's not on his proper psych meds. And you know, and I, and I told them, you know, I'm not a doctor. I like to think I am, but I'm not, I'm very well versed in my dad's mental illness though. His experience with it. yeah. So, you know, I'm like, if he's going to die, let him die in his right mind. Let him die. My dad, he's fought so hard to be this person he is now. And I was fucking crying. I'll probably cry right now, but you know, he's a monster for I explained he was a monster for so many fucking years. And then when I got pregnant, he begged me to come live here. And I was like, you have to stay on your psych meds and you have to stay off dope. And he did those things for 16 yeah. years. And so the thought of him dying um, with something he fought so hard, you know, to suppress yeah, what fucking was killing me. So they started him on 25 milligrams that first night. By the next day, my dad was awake, asking for food. It's fucking amazing what can that say, does.
1: Can I just say we are doctors? That that proves, <laughs> can I just say that kind of proves it. Like we say it
0: being funny. I just want to mm-hmm. say that kind of proves we know what we're. There's certain about. things that yeah. There's certain things. So I'll get into a little more about how I'm smarter than medical professionals <laughs> sometimes. Right. I'm going to fucking tell you. Listen, so <clears throat> I had two doctors call me. Mm-hmm. And because I had asked multiple doctors to put him back on a psych meds, and they didn't. And there was a doctor named Dr. Katz who fucking listened to me and was like, I understand 100% what you're saying. I'm going to write orders to start him back on his meds. Good. They called me the next day, and they were like, you were right. It was his psych meds. So. Like, he almost died. Like, he was like, like a vegetable. Yeah. So here's something else I learned as you get older, paranoid schizophrenia can present differently. When my dad, when I was younger, he was an absolute monster. He was violent. Everything. Um, the Chinese were spying on him. Electronic devices were spying on him. Everyone was out to get him. He was abusive. He, He was horrible. And then, you know, like 10 years ago when it would sneak through, when we would need to adjust, adjust dosages, um, it presented differently he was nonviolent he talked to dead people his speech was garbled his tone was higher now apparently when my dad is in full blown paranoid schizophrenia he presents as catatonic so it changed I, over the years yeah, yeah times yeah yeah and so when i was talking to his shrink about, um, about it she was like yeah that that happens um sometimes they can become mute sometimes i can become full, fully catatonic she was like it's common for the paranoid schizophrenia to present differently the older you get wow i mean that yeah. is, i
1: see no changes <clears throat> in my dad too i mean he's uh um, yeah. very calm and like docile and like very like the shit he even says to me is like you're not even the same person like it's so fucking weird um right he was explaining to me the last time I saw him like, yeah, I understand like, you know, something, something like just be positive positive." and I'm looking like you're what are these words you're using like that's not even something that was in your
0: vocabulary when I was growing up. You're like you but used to corner the Avon lady and not let her leave. Yes, what is going yes.
1: on? Against your fucking yeah, yeah. So I'm looking at him and I was talking to his sister and I was just like it's so fucking different like age yeah. will do that to you though like age even when you're not mentally <laughs> ill age will do yes. That. So it's just, it's crazy to see though, because it's so polar opposite from what they fucking
0: were. Right. Right. Um, I learned a lot these last few weeks. So then, you know, um, he started eating again. Um, He started coming back to himself. Well, then he needed to be transferred to a rehab nursing facility to build back up strength so he could come home. Mm-hmm. So I picked the one and it's in Walnut Creek. It's like, it was fancy schmancy. Like it has a bocce ball court, like a putting green. The care was amazing when my Nona was there like 10 years ago, uh, 10 years ago. Yeah. So I'm like, I want him to go to that one. So they transfer him there on a Monday at three. I Multiple people from there call me. I answer questions. Uh, the next day they call me on a Tuesday Four o'clock, somebody calls me and is like, can you bring your dad's, um, uh, and they were trying to say the name of the medication. I'm like, his psych meds? And they're like, yeah, because we don't have a provider that's able, that's licensed to write that medication. So that's another thing with the med my dad is on because how I explained it's so, um, it's so risky with the side effects. Uh, you have to have a special license to write it not every doctor can write it so i'm like you know i got mad and i was like why would you guys wait till four o'clock to tell me this so you're telling me he didn't get it yesterday because she tells me that we didn't give it to him last night so he didn't get it monday he didn't get it tuesday the va closes at 4 30 it was four o'clock i couldn't fucking get there yeah so wednesday morning i wake up i go to the va again because of the severity of this medication you have to have your labs drawn twice a month well my dad wasn't there to have his labs drawn but his psychiatrist could look in the computer and see that they had done them saturday at john Muir. so she's like um they took away we used to be able to override and and prescribe it without labs she was like but we can't anymore she's like i need to call the clausaril center. I guess there's a fucking center for this medication. Oh my God. So to get an emergency override that took like three hours. She was amazing. She did it. I go, I get it. I go to the facility. My dad's at, here's another thing. I've always known this, but the amount of advocating I've had to do for my dad, this last three weeks is mind blowing
1: concerning. It's concerning Absolutely. and I told you, kill me. If I get to that point, just no. At that and point, we're not fighting to keep me going anymore.
0: I'm ready. I feel like as well as passing these um educational fucking exams and shit, there needs to be compassion tests because that is what is drastically lacking is yeah. compassion. You know, another thing is mental health is as much as we talk about it as much as it's all over social media mental health is not as important as physical health to to certain it's providers not it seriously it's not no and so i fucking <clears throat> i was telling you you got to have a little bit of like rebel pushback fucking criminal in you to mm. advocate advocate for somebody as well because you're gonna hear no, and I'm the doctor, and all these things so many times. You're gonna have to and this is our Yeah, you have to like be um, aggressive enough to push back. Yes,
1: and the average person is not gonna be like that. They're gonna trust like, oh, they're the professionals. They yes. know what they're doing. They're they yep. know what they're saying. I'm not gonna challenge it. I'm not gonna make it uncomfortable and be an asshole and cause a stink. You know what I mean? Like people, right? um that's what we're taught you know that you're supposed to take the word for it but as we've learned over the years going to hospitals and shit you really have to be an advocate for yourself and push back and like speak up because if you don't motherfuckers will get lazy and will will do the you know the least amount yeah seriously
0: um just fuck so I get the meds, I get to this new place my dad's at, I ask to speak with the nursing supervisor. It's a dude, he comes in. So my dad's psychiatrist lowered his dose from 200 milligrams to 150 because my dad's not smoking right now. When you're smoking, your body metabolizes the antipsychotic medication quicker. Mm-hmm. So because he's not smoking, his dose went down 50 milligrams. It says it on the bottle, 150 milligrams at bedtime. But. Like I said, it needs to be tapered on. And so I tell him that. I'm like, you can't just give him the 150. He's been off this medication for over 48 hours. You have to restart it. Mm -hmm. He tells me, and I know it's law, but he tells me the orders we have are for 200. So that's what we're doing. And I looked at him and I said, no, the fuck, you're not. I said it just like that. No, the fuck, you're not. I'm not leaving this medication with you. Yeah, I will take him home before I allow you to possibly kill him. Right. So, um, you know, I'm like, I'm gonna have a psychiatrist call you, give you fucking the instructions. Blah blah blah. Sorry, this is such a long story. Um, so in the meantime, I go to smoke a cigarette while I'm waiting for her name's Christina while I'm waiting for her to call back. I come back in details. The nursing supervisor comes in and tells me, "Oh well, you know, I just ran it by our provider, and they don't see, they don't seem to think it'll be a problem to just give him the two hundred milligrams." And
1: I said, "Oh, your provider that's not even qualified to write the scripts.
0: It's oh. unfamiliar with this fucking medication. Who doesn't have the proper license to write the medication?" Well, Maria said, "It is what you're saying, basically." And I said, "Uh, no. fuck no. no," and I. This is where I get fucking pissed off. Where it is very apparent mental health is not as important as physical health. And that is something I told that nursing supervisor. What yeah. you don't understand is if his mental health is not 100%, his physical health never will be. Right. It's just how it works. Right. And so <clears throat> finally, she calls back, is able to give him the information. And he's like, well, are you comfortable leaving it with me now? And I was like, now I am. Now I will. But this whole thing took like four hours. It took me going off on three different people. It took me getting angry. Be- Here's the thing. The average, if I'm a
1: nurse, The average person doesn't have the time to sit and do all that. So they won't do it. You know what I mean? Thank right. God you made the time. And you know, right. caring for him is a priority of yours already. But like for the average family, they're gonna be like, nope, I'm just gonna trust them and hope for the best. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're not gonna... yeah that
0: that is very concerning. And here's where people, medical professionals need to be educated on mental health more and mental health medication. Right. Because if they were looking at an order that said, um, give patient 100 milligrams of Valium, they would instantly think, okay, this has gotta be a typo. This is gonna kill that patient. Let me go double check. But because they're not familiar with antipsychotic medication, they're like, oh, the orders are for 200 He hasn't been on them for over 48 hours. Let's just give it to him. When, if they were more educated on it, they would know, okay, let's go double check. This doesn't sound right. Right. It's so fucking frustrating. It's so angering. I feel like I've had to babysit every fucking person there. Um, I'm frustrated. I'm fucking tired, but... He's put on a few pounds. He's fucking eating. Anyway, yeah, I'm glad he's doing so much better. Definitely. It's been a fucking, it's been a rough couple weeks, man. Yeah. I don't like it. Um, Oh, let me, wait, I have one thing to tell you. I don't care who gets mad about me saying this. I'm going to tell you guys how I know there is no God, all right? Saw dad's wiener when I was five, right? When he did the whole beat my meat fucking thing, when he was out of his mind. (laughs) Saw dad's wiener when he decided to fucking have a seizure in the bathtub, okay? Saw dad's wiener when I fucking came to the house when he had another seizure and he decided he didn't need fucking pants. I don't know what it is about him in pants, but he don't have on pants when this shit happens, all right? I'm in the fucking room with dad after his surgery. In the house Yes, he's coherent. The nurse comes in, decides to fluff his fucking blankets and fix him. Full fucking wiener exposed, bitch. No warning, no nothing. And I just feel. And then when I walk in the fucking home, okay, because dad ain't mobile right now. When I walk in the home that Tuesday to take care of the med situation, and you know he's kind of out of it from the paranoid schizophrenia, I walk in, he's got a paper towel over his wiener because he had just used the fucking pee jug, all right? crystal so let me tell you guys no fucking loving caring god would allow a daughter to see her father's fucking dog this many times in one fucking life dude it's like a sick joke and it doesn't right. happen to your brothers it happens no to
1: give it's it always crystal. me
0: now you gotta see a doctor because you gotta keep seeing your dad's dick what the? and you know how visual and how good my yes. memory is yeah. so god. you'll think about it later in the day like fuck. Yeah. yeah yeah so i'm like there's no there there can't be a fucking god dude they're fucking <laughs> i'm sorry i'm really sorry that you fucking went through <laughs> I this. Can't. this is oh, bullshit god. it's too
1: fucking bad. bullshit um, i don't even know where to start with all the shit that i've had going on i'm just going to kind of go from like today <laughs> and then I'll, I'll work my way back okay um today bunny wasn't really feeling it so we kept her home from school <laughs> um I get a phone call from the school like early afternoon maybe around like noon or one o'clock or something and um I'm like oh you know that's like during regular school hours so let me answer it in case it's the principal right. well it's a recording from the principal and it's talking about we just want to let you guys know. Um, I know some parents already found out the school was placed on lockdown today um, because of a gun on campus. We found out, we locked everyone down. We've since, you know, released them and um, we are taking care of it and everyone is safe. We had no incidents. And I'm listening to this and I'm like, nobody called me. Like nobody, you know, I mean, she wasn't at school today. like we should have got maybe a phone call when it was, I don't know, when it was happening or something. Cause if she was there, I'd have been fucking hot that I'm just like after the fact,
0: right? Yes. So
1: then I'm taking a bath and um, you know, I'm trying to think, did I mention it to Bunny first? Uh no, I didn't. I just went, I was taking a bath and she texted me a screenshot of what one of her friends posted on the floor in the classroom that was heartbreaking it says um mr so-and-so or whatever barricaded the door with a bookcase told us um if anybody comes in it's fight or flight and what was the other thing like so we're Um, on the floor or like hiding under our desks
0: or something yeah and it said um picture of feet uh for my last post in case i die like, are you
1: kidding me? That shit Bunny fucking crushed kidding. me. So Bunny sends me that screenshot and she says, well, I guess it's a good thing I didn't go to school today. And I was like, um, yeah. So then I, I'm like, did they know who it is? Did they figure it all out? And she's, you know, I'm talking to her then and she's telling me like, she she thinks she knows who it could have been, but you know, white kids at her school think it's really cute to make um school shooter jokes. It's not like, funny. There's a, there's a group of them apparently that do it. And so she was like, it could also be them. So I'm like, okay, you know, there's so much shit at this school with the fights constantly and just, yeah, um, that that school is wild. It's wild. So I'm like, let it be one more incident and I'm gonna pull her ass out and put her somewhere else. Cause like that, if she'd have been there and I found out they were barricading doors with bookcases, like I'd have lost my shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that was my mild heart attack for the day. Um, In the last month, I've had to keep the girls home twice for- Because of threats, right? Yeah, school shooting threats. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not taking any chances.
1: Yeah. I don't know what it's a, what is, is going on around here right now, but like that's been a problem. Threats and then like, you know, someone actually bringing some shit to school. Like, come on. God so damn that God. Um, Yeah, that was like an issue. Um But I will say, I don't want to tell like a lot of her business, but I did want to talk about this on the show a little bit, because I know there's people that can relate. Yeah, Um, Bunny was not feeling herself and not feeling well um, without me knowing um, the last few months, I'd say, maybe a little longer. And uh, it was brought to my attention. That, you know, there were like some suicidal thoughts and some, you know, deep depression stuff going on. Um, mm-hmm. One thing I do know just from my own experience is that when there's shit going on like that, you become like an expert at hiding stuff. Whether it be from shame or like just fear of not knowing what's going to happen to you, fear of you being taken to a hospital or like whatever reason, you know, not wanting to explain, not comfortable explaining what's going on. You become yeah. professional at hiding what's going on, and so the first thing I thought to myself was, I never see her looking depressed. I never see her looking upset like that. And then I had to tell myself, "Why you wouldn't? Right? Like you know, right.
0: answer, you fucking wouldn't." So it's I had so to different play. when it's your child, though. You know, it's yeah. so different when it's you your you start kid. feeling guilty because you're like, "Where were the signs?
1: Yes. Like, am I not? Am I really that oblivious? You know?" But well, I had to remind myself, like, think about how you were. You were constantly hiding shit because you felt embarrassed and stuff, right? Yeah. So um, I will say my first reaction when I found out what was happening is I kind of flashed on her. I didn't kind of, I did flash on her. And that's probably not what you should do to like a very upset, severely depressed person. No. Um, But I'm not perfect, you know what I mean? And this is all kind of new territory for me with one of my yeah. kids. So I didn't handle it like, as I should have. Right. So I, you know, I tried to, um, when I realized that I tried to like quickly, you know, get out of that attitude and just immediately was like, do you need to go to a hospital? Like, how do you feel now? Do you need to go to a hospital? She said she did. So at that point, yes, I'm taking that very seriously. Um, I took her to a mental health facility And um, they're great. They were so fucking great. It was in Martinez. If you're in the Bay Area, Um, they have like a whole children's facility. I didn't know any of this. so great. I didn't either. It's on the same like campus as the the regular hospital. So there's like um, an adult mental health facility, but there's also a children's one. So what happened was I called like an advice nurse number, like a, um, you know, like an urgent, whatever, 800 number probably. And they referred me there and they gave me the address. And so I'm like, okay, I get there and I'm like, wow, this is really great. Um, they take her in right away into triage and, you know, they're talking to her, uh, first in private and then with me in the room and then again in private, you know? And so, um, they, you know, what they do there is just, I guess, assess the situation and the severity of it. And then after talking to her for a while, they were like, okay, you know, we're going to explore medication. She was comfortable with it. I was comfortable yep. with it. They wanted to start her on some shit I wasn't familiar with. Um, And I was like, no, you know, they gave her a couple options. So I was like, I would much rather have her try the medicine I've been on for 16 years. Yeah. and that my sisters have been on and like a lot of my family so like we're familiar with it Nia's on it yeah instead of something that i don't know anybody that's on it right so yeah. um you know we talked about that she was comfortable with it and everything and um and then they made an appointment for her to follow up in a few weeks because you know it takes a few weeks for medicine to kick in yeah so um yeah we go back and we're going to meet with them then so that's actually the psychiatrist but then they also uh gave me information to schedule a therapist for her which of course is necessary i always talk about how that's necessary for me too because i feel like you can't really get better doing one without the other the other is always going to be right yep and um, i've been going through that like my whole life like you know i really need therapy but I've always had this bad attitude about it. Like, I'm not nobody's free entertainment. I'm not, you know, just the bad experiences I've had in the past made me not want to open up and talk to anybody. But now that I'm older, I'm like, me- medicine alone is not going to cut it. Like, it just puts a Band-Aid over the shit that's still there and the shit that's yeah. still going to be coming up, you know? So definitely going to arrange her to meet with a therapist. And um, I just... um when it when it was all said and done and we went back home, it was almost like it was like a different kid, which is very weird. Um, cause she hadn't started anything yet. But like maybe she it was a relief relieved, because just, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Cause like the the attitude was so much better. And like even now, she hasn't even started the meds yet. But like just, you know, it's it's a huge difference from the isolation and the bad attitude that I was seeing before it came out, you know? So, um, um, a lot of people have, have wrote to us about their children and like how to handle that kind of shit. And I'm no expert by any means, except when dealing with myself. So this is like unfamiliar territory, but you know, I'm relieved that we did go to a place right away. I let her tell me, you know, how urgent it was and if she wanted to go then or, or wait, and try to make an appointment. And I'm just, I'm glad we handled it the way we did because I think, um, yeah, I think that helped a lot with like- I do too. The steps, yeah, the taking the steps to like get the help, but also like calming, you know, that has to be like a calming thing that you're talking to a professional and you are you don't have to wait for an appointment. You're being taken right then and there. So yeah. You're I being just, listened
0: I, to, taken yeah. seriously. Right. right, I'm telling you- I think in January, it'll be two years for Naya and um, therapy and medication. You know, I've said it before, saved my fucking kid, man.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, it's all in my family and it's hereditary and it's like, you can't, I knew someone was going to deal with it out of all my kids. You know, I knew it be present itself with somebody so it wasn't a shock and i'm not like feeling bad about it because i know how well i manage it now you know um it's just something that has to be taken seriously and a lot of cultures and a lot of families and shit don't take it seriously out of ignorance um even intentional you know it's not to be mean i don't think i think it's just not enough people
0: know about it and know how serious you should take it so i think I think nowadays with just how the world is and again, social media and shit, it's probably good to just put your kids in therapy just cause. Yeah. Yeah. We go to the doctor for regular physical checkups.
1: Yeah. Why not go for regular mental health? Mental health is never like a priority unless something happens. Like it's, it's pretty fucked up and I hope like it gets better than that in the future. But Um, just the last two years dealing with COVID and social issues and all that kind of shit that, that puts a huge strain on even my adult friends that are like having troubles right now. So I can only imagine what kids are feeling also. Yeah, Um, Yeah. definitely. But yeah, I just, you know, take your kids seriously, especially if they fucking, you know, if you find out from someone else, that's another thing I had to not be offended that uh, like I wasn't told about it because yes. i'm not always the easiest person to talk to and me flashing was an example that i do have a fucking temper that can't be controlled sometimes and so i had to also make it clear like you don't have to talk to me if something's going on and you're not comfortable with it you could talk to auntie crystal you could talk to candy you could talk to you know my mom like any like there's a lot of adults um yeah. that my kids can talk to if they don't Want to talk to me, and I won't be bitter about it. I just want you to talk to somebody. Right. You no, know? that's my concern. So, um, that's another thing I want parents to understand. Let your kids know that like it's okay and it's safe to talk to somebody else, and like that's not going to be another issue for them to worry about right? that kind of shit because it it has to be taken seriously. It really does. and and it sucks already that, like you said, it's only like when something happens that we, explore mental health you know even being about yeah. you're not even evaluated unless something bad happens so yeah. yeah um i encourage everybody you know talk to your kids take it seriously check in do periodic check-ins with them and just see how they're feeling and shape. and um yeah You know how many times we've mentioned uh, grooming and personal maintenance on pubes and your partner? Go to Manscaped.com. Take this opportunity to check out Manscaped's new performance package 4.0 just in time
0: for the holidays. Handle that shit. So excited about this because you guys remember my fucking dentist story when... I felt something in my teeth and I was on my way to the dentist and thank God I was able to dislodge it before the dentist saw that I was a whore (laughs) jump on this shit. If you use code, hello, dysfunction at checkout, you not only get 20% off, but you get free shipping. Encourage your partner, whether they have a vagina or balls to be nice and smooth for Merry Christmas. Hey you guys, shit is heavy in the world right now. And some days, feels like it's falling apart i know for me personally my anxiety has been out of control lately if you're stressed dealing with anger grief trauma maybe having some relationship issues or even having trouble sleeping this is where better help comes in better help is online counseling that is there for you 24 7 join the already 1 million people taking charge of their mental health today
1: eliminate that sometimes awkward feeling of sitting in an office waiting room and connect with a professional counselor in a private environment through text email or video chat if you're not happy with the counselor you get you can always request another at no additional charge join now and receive 10 percent off your first month with discount code hello that's betterhelp.com slash hello
0: While we're on this subject and us being doctors, mm-hmm. remember how we said, this is a while back. Remember how we said narcissism is a spectrum? I think you, so. You, I say it, everything is a spectrum. Sexuality, it actually, everything. Yeah. It actually really is a spectrum. Yeah. And um, everybody has a little bit of narcissism in them, especially, and it's a good thing in healthy doses, you know? Yeah. Sure. Uh, so, what made me think of that is I was on TikTok. You know, I've been on TikTok a lot because I'm in Facebook jail again for the 900th fucking time, 30 day ban. They don't want you back. Like, they take don't. A hint. They're like, take a fucking hint, lady. Hey, I didn't even do nothing bad this time. You I say made a joke. Every, every time you say that. But this time, I really didn't. All right. I mean, I wasn't arguing about race, about gender, nothing. You know what I said? I said, "Oh my God, I wanted to kill him that day." With hella laughing emojis, and they were like, "You're so out, of here. out of violence.
1: here, violence." They
0: what were like, "Violence." Thirty days <laughs> for
1: fucking my, violence. My Instagram account has been hella fucking flagged lately for like violence and um, really all that inappropriate content, even when it's just jokes. Like, calm down. Really. Yeah, it's crazy. They keep threatening to delete my account. And I'm like, if you delete it, I'm not making another one. Like, it's taken me so long to get the following that I have. I'm not fucking starting over. So if my account gets deleted, you guys better listen to the show and, like, follow the show page or some shit. Because I'm not Uh, doing it again.
0: Yeah, because you got deleted once before with a (laughs) big following. I did. So I'm not fucking doing it a third time. So on TikTok, it was, like, one of them things where it's, like, tell me an unpopular opinion that you'd get shit for. And this guy said, self-proclaimed empaths are really just narcissists, right? Uh, Yeah, I've heard people say that. So I was thinking about it. And then, you know, I went and was reading about narcissism and shit because basically their point was, you think so fucking highly of yourself, you're projecting, basically. Right. When in reality... I don't feel that's the case. I feel like people that are empathetic have either, you know, been through that same experience or they're, you know, so sensitive that they can imagine what that feels like. Right. Right. And a lot of being uh, empathetic has to do with hypervigilance, which is a trauma response. Exactly. It, It all stems from going through trauma, um, paying attention to your surroundings so well
1: no one else would look at no one else look at or listen to that's what like yeah and you know for me that you me and you both we grew up in situations where we had to do that like and and any change of tone yep my partner i had to explain that before like um you can't really change your attitude with me or like your tone or like um Our routine of how you know the uh, frequency that we talk and shit like that because if you change it i'm automatically gonna think the worst and then i go into like panic mode and like i'm so clingy already all of this shit comes from abandonment issues and fucking trauma as a child and you know it's embarrassing to have to tell somebody that especially when they have probably never dealt with it before but i think it'll save uh, like arguments or frustration in the future because I'm not just being a fucking bitch, but like right. you're throwing me off my kilter if any little change like that, unexplainable change. If if something like that happens, just give me a heads up and be, just be like, I'm not having a good day or something so that I won't think it's me. Otherwise, yeah. I'm going to think it's me and then it's going to send me into a
0: sickness for the rest of the fucking day. Right. And so your trigger is abandonment, right? right. Mine right. is Mine is any type of anger, any type of upset, any type of violence, like um, anything like that ins- makes me instantly sick to my stomach. I start panicking, thinking, how am I going to fix this? I got to make everything perfect. Um, and so I was thinking that dude saying that empaths imp- 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 or just narcissists comes from a very um, ignorant place. Yeah. Um, it, it, well, you know, like I said, we all are a little bit narcissistic and it's good to have some narcissism. There's a difference between being narcissistic and having narcissistic personality disorder, right? Right. right. Um, but him saying that just comes from a very uneducated place. You yeah. know, it's not projecting. It's more like being so fucking hyper aware. Hypersensitive to your surroundings.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes, the I saw a meme it. the other day. I think I have it saved in my phone and it was like it was like, wow, your energy is so nice. Your energy is so pleasant. And the response was Yeah, I grew up in constant fear of upsetting someone. (laughs) That's that's why my energy is so great now because I was I grew up my whole life in constant fear of upsetting people. So yeah, (laughs) having them flip the fuck out on me. So yeah.
0: And and I, I feel like narcissist is so overused right now. Anybody who has a shitty ex or a bad experience automatically labels somebody a narcissist when in reality, it's so fucking overused, you know, right? right. People are a lot more
1: complex than others understand.
0: Yeah, I guess maybe I took a little offense to that, you know, because I if I was telling you how to feel, or if I was assuming how you felt, without listening to you then maybe you know yeah. i would be projecting or a little narcissistic you know what i mean
1: yeah but i try not to take offense in situations like that because yeah. i'm just like, oh you're you're ignorant like you don't know you didn't oh, learn you're dumb dumb you know? oh it's not your fault you just didn't uh, learn you have...
0: you're not funny you didn't go through any bullshit <laughs> you're, you're you're not a of
1: humor and shit because because you had a nice
0: life <laughs> right you know i was telling uh my guy friend, uh, the day before yesterday, some of the shit I went through in my childhood with involving my dad and his paranoid schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. And he was sitting there with his mouth open. He was like, oh my fucking God. And I was like- you remember that engineer we worked with? Yes. He was like,
1: I'm gonna go call my parents and tell them- He was you. about, We worked. So for those of you that don't know, I don't know if we talked about this on the show. This was on your we were- old show. On my old show, we worked with an engineer. Um, I had done like a few episodes with him. Hella cool kid. Um, he was, you know, recording us. And at the end, we talked about mental health and we talked a lot about our childhood and just some experiences, right? Not yeah. even a lot, just some. After he was like, I don't want to upset you guys, but like, I'm about to start crying. He was like, I never fucking knew that people really lived through shit like that and that you know and it kind of made me feel bad and i got upset like it was just he was so fucking shocked that we could have gone through the shit just that little surface of shit that he heard about yeah and we were like wow you really ain't heard nothing like and i'm sorry Mm -hmm. you're that upset because you ain't even got the half of what the fuck we went through yeah he he was was like he was about to start crying and what did he say about calling his parents right he said i'm gonna
0: I'm going to call my mom right now and tell her thank you for giving me a good life. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I, it just kind of felt like, damn,
0: we had it that bad, you know? And it's just so, I know it's not normal, but you know, it's my normal. It was it's my, my normal. normal too.
1: And it's a lot of people's normal. And I think that's why the show resonates with a lot of people because we, we let them know that's normal. You know, when society is like, you're fucking dysfunctional. Like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm not
0: denying that, but you know, for some of us, that's normal. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, no, no, don't feel sad for me. Don't feel sad. I kind of feel like I have this cheat code, you know, into a part of a world that most people will never have, will never know, you know, right? Right. so I was like, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad.
1: Right. Cause without it, I feel like here's the narcissist in me, but without that, we wouldn't be as funny. We wouldn't be as interesting. We wouldn't be as problem solving. You know what I mean? No. Instinctually problem solving. Very
0: resourceful. Yes.
1: Very fucking resourceful in all situations. Like we're survivalists, you know, like without the trauma, we wouldn't be that way. So listen to this.
0: So my stepdad has a best friend who's very sick with cancer. He's not doing well. Um, I've been going to the city and meeting with, um, one of our listeners hooked me up with him. He makes, uh, gummies. Oh yeah. Yeah. uh, THC gummies. So I've been going over by Golden Gate park, meeting him and getting them with you. I would like to ride out there. Oh, well I have to go sometime this week so you can come. Okay. So, but my stepdad's best friend has a daughter who's a few years younger than me. Mm -hmm. She works three days a week in the city, okay? Mm-hmm. She's an only child. Um, her father gifted her a home in a very affluent area that's worth a lot of money. Must uh, be right. Gave her a couple hundred thousand dollars. She has a brand new car. She was put through college with no bills. She's lived a very- Privileged uh, life. Very privileged life. Well, my mom recently gave her the information to meet with this dude herself so that I wouldn't have to go out of my way when I'm already so busy right and and go do this you know what she told you know what she said what she don't have the time she's too busy to do it for herself or for her dad yes her dad that's done all this shit for her and I started crying and my mom was like why are you crying and I'm like Because she doesn't fucking know how fucking just goddamn lucky she is. Like, yeah, Yeah. it made me so angry. Besides the fact that that's her father, bitch, he's just been so good to you. Why wouldn't you? But it must be nice to live in a paid off house with no car note and have money in your pocket. Like, you know what? I just don't have it in me to go over there right now and do
1: that. I'm not adding that to my list of like, whatever the fuck. Yeah
0: i'm like that ungrateful bitch (laughs) yeah for real you fucking uh, oh my god and here i am going to the hospital multiple times a day to make sure that they give my dad the proper fucking meds and insuring because you don't have the time yeah yeah girl running on e on my gas tank you know i'm like fuck i gotta make sure this gas lasts till this payday you know like wow yeah wow and i was like you know what and i told my mom see this is another reason i'm not glad for the trauma but i'm glad for the trauma because dude i feel like it yeah. built a level of compassion for sure you know? for sure
1: and like um Itch. yeah i was gonna go off into a whole other like privileged people also aren't very self-sufficient like they don't know how to take care of them in a lot of cases not all but in a lot oh. of cases just you know Personal cases that I know of, you know, they're not good problem solvers because, like, no. they've had yeah. someone do it for them their
0: whole life.
1: You know what I mean? What? So, like, the people that had to do it for themselves are usually great at at figuring out shit.
0: Yeah. You want to switch gears? I have something. What? It's more um in more uh hygiene bullshit. Have you seen what? what? <laughs> Told you I've been spending a lot of time on TikTok. Well, so know. there's. A- there's a TikTok where um, it's a white lady and she does Brazilian waxes mm-hmm. and she tells her clients. Now I'm not a waxer. I'm not familiar with waxing. Is,
1: Wait a minute. Before you go further with this, it doesn't have to do with poop being on the butthole.
0: No. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Because that's so they- th- There could be a, uh, a reason. I-, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but she says she tells her clients they are not allowed to, to take a shower and wash their beaver on the day of their wax appointment. because Wait, it they're inter- not allowed to wash it? No, because it interferes with her technique. Okay? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm gonna get a new technique then. So. you're gonna wash that bitch before you bring it to me. So then there's a black woman who, I guess, duets the video, whatever it's called. And she's um, a waxer. And she's like, check this shit out don't you dare fucking try to come here without bathing that day, sour puss. Don't even consider it. She was like, okay, sour puss, no. Wait, I
1: asked about the, the dookie on it or whatever, because I've seen a lot of different waxers and shit complain. How are you a grown ass woman or whatever? And you will have shit on your ass when you come in to get fucking waxed. Like, Oh my God. And I guess it's a really super common thing. And so when they clean them before they do it or whatever, there's like almost always shit on these people. And so what? that's where I thought you were going. Cause apparently that's super fucking common and I would not be able to do that job. I'm going to just say that. Cause I'm going to want to punch you in your fucking neck. If I see dookie on your butthole.
0: And I well, got My thing is you don't, uh, well I don't go to the gynecologist without taking a shower that morning. Right. Because it's courtesy. My whole puss is yeah. gonna be in your face. Yeah. I- I'm gonna make sure I'm as clean as possible. Right. You know, right. like but
1: imagine though. Imagine people that don't or like can't. And then like, yeah. Just my my imagination just runs wild because I'm like you could have like some crazy discharge or like
0: like what like no well and now I want to know what her technique is like I know we have waxers that listen to the show can you guys write in and tell me like what technique would require is it better yeah. to be dirty yeah. right why yeah but then the other uh... kink is it a personal kink of yours yeah. like I like the smell make but... it make sense make it make sense to us yeah because then the other waxer was like absolutely not you better fucking bathe or i'll send you home oh yeah that would be me get out
1: yeah so i'm go. gonna try to sue me because i'm gonna be violent with you <laughs>
0: get the fuck out oh my god now i'm not waxing anybody because i'm in jail right right on the news Yeah, so i want to know <clears throat> what the deal is um, i'm not happy with this rain
1: yeah it's been raining um i'm happy if I could be in the house, you know, but uh, driving in it is not fun. And um, one thing that I learned that isn't like this everywhere else is in the Bay Area, like, we have speed demons. And other states Yeah, you're one of them. I'm not I am. I'm not. Um, you are my friend Kira is um, Bay Area people majority drive like fucking maniacs we got to and go. I noticed it when I was in LA um i notice it when i'm in other states um people just aren't moving like that in cars so with bay area driving and the rain it's like a it's bad it's a bad recipe for some shit.
0: if it, so
1: everyone it, is <laughs> driving
0: safe keep your head on a swivel because that shit. yeah if i'm driving and somebody's doing like 75 80 in front of me I'm getting pissed because they're not going fast enough. I'm like, bitch, you got to hit 80. And I'm the one 80. in that car that's like, bitch, you better go around me. You get over. i already doing 80. Now. How fast do you want me to go? I want you to get over and get out that fast lane if you-
1: If I'm doing luck. 80 in that lane, you need to just be happy I'm doing 80 and chill out. And I'm people fucking- like uh, on my ass, people like honk.
0: Uh, bitch, See, I'm doing 80. Like, come on. I'm not to I done- won't ride somebody's ass. I won't ride somebody's ass because I don't want to risk ruining my car. Yeah. I'll go around. I won't even honk because, bitch, people are crazy. Let's check people. Yeah, I'll brake check you. The- Dude, so I'll just be like, oh, God, stupid bitch, and I'll just go around and smash on. But with this rain, girl, the other morning I woke up and I I w- want to know why I woke up? Why? because i had ants crawling on me in my bed from the fucking rain picky it was ants. a present for you they were all over the top part of our bed girl oh my god on. having a party having a march you fucking criminal motherfuckers nobody invited you in you're breaking and entering bitch there was an ant march on your bed So I had to rip the sheets off. We had just washed them like three days ago. I ripped them off fucking. Oh my God. So the kitchen, I go in the kitchen. They're everywhere, dude. Oh no. And you know how I am. I, I hate them, but I don't, I don't like to kill creatures. Yeah. So I just ignored it. Like nothing was happening and prayed they'd go away. You know, when it stopped raining, they went away, but it's raining again. So I'm like, great.
1: I put cinnamon around the doors and the
0: windows because they hate it so much and it really helps. Yeah, I just saw that. And then I saw another natural way to get rid of them is lemon. They don't like lemon. So I'm going to spray their entryways with lemon. Yeah. I don't don't want them to take poison back to their colony and shit. I don't want to do that. I just want them to not come in my house. Yeah, I feel that. Fuck out, motherfuckers.
1: So uh, a few weeks ago when I went to L.A., I'm not going to go too much into that. Maybe next episode I will. But I just want to say that was my first time being away from peace uh, (laughs) since I've had her. Like the only other time that I've been away from her, my sister Candy had her spend the night, but she only was with her for like nine hours. And then Candy brought her back before she went to work that morning. So she's never even been a full day away from me. Right and i'm thinking oh this will be nice Some i'm gonna be down there for like four days four or five days um i was meeting up with somebody very close to me i was driving down gonna have a friend meet me hella shit right and i was like this will be nice you know anxiety started to develop as Uh... closer and closer and then the day of like mona was coming to get her and because she was gonna keep her while i was gone you so cried. So the night before she was coming to get her and I started to feel sick and I was like am I going to fucking throw up? Do I use the bathroom? Like what's going on? She got, I was checking Mona's location like where is she at? How close is she to the house? Um, that night I went and got Bunny or somebody Taco Bell. I was crying in the drive through. No oh! I was like you're fucking ridiculous. Mona came. I was sobbing. Her and Bunny were dying laughing at me. <laughs> stop you need to stop now I was like sobbing in the kitchen so it's not funny and like when when they left oh my fucking god crying cried myself to sleep I woke up with puffy ass eyes you sat and looked at pictures of her and played
0: sad oh, music
1: I have a video in my phone that I recorded of her like chewing on my bra strap I mean my my bag strap, oh. My bra strap. My <laughs> and oh my god I must have watched it like five times crying crying crying. oh my god and i was just like what the fuck was i thinking like what was i why would i do this right now and man it was hard it was so fucking hard (laughs) for me but i got through it i was like mona i can't facetime you i can't even call you we'll text and you can send me, yeah because it'll be worse oh god i was like all that other shit i can't do it i can't but we got through it and i'm back home and um I think, I think we're going to be okay. Then I had to, well, so <laughs> since then I've had to go back. I had my post-op appointment, which was like two weeks after the surgery or whatever. And, um, so I went back down for that only for a day though. And so when, when PP went with her, then I did much better. So you would be proud of me. But that first time, oh my fucking God. It was a heartbreaker. I lost my mind. I was, I could barely sleep. I
0: was crying so bad. It was ridiculous. Hey, I ridiculous. Feel you. Ridiculous. I remember when we went to Jamaica for like three days before we left. I just cried, and Mark was like, "Do you want to cancel? And like, are you gonna be okay?" And I would just cry, and I was like, "I don't want to leave the girls." And they're like, "Fucking, they're like eight and nine (laughs) years old, not months." Fine, yeah.
1: No, it was rough. It was really fucking rough, but I got through it because I'm resilient. You're a big girl. I'm a big you know what another way that I'm a big girl I also drove down to LA that first trip by myself
0: and that's I'm proud of you
1: before so I had to consult you I had to consult Debbie just friends that do it and have done it many times and I was like how scary is it like am I gonna be freaked out am I gonna be okay to stop for gas by myself and shit like I was scared because I've never done a drive like that alone ever did you like it I did it was nice. great I did right Hella episodes of podcasts yes you know I texted some people like to check in on my way down but it was really fucking nice and almost fun right and I was like I'm good like I'm fine I got there and then like you know um my partner came in like a few hours after he flew in and like I was good I made it down there and checked in and everything all by myself
0: so I was like hella proud of myself <laughs> good job big girl
1: I, I'm a big girl so
0: yeah hey, I love happy. long I love long I used to do that shit every weekend when I was younger and I love we were talking about it but I love the white trash truck stops
1: those are my favorite yeah those I take photos people. I post them on my story I buy hella that shit like truck stops are my favorite part of any road trip but they it have to like be, my dad's bedroom yes they have to be trashy trashy truck stops like redneck truck stops those like American hoodies. flag belt buckle. Yes, and wallets and shit. Yes. Yes. With eagles on them. Yeah. I bought some hoodies and yeah, I got a few things. Yes. I had a good time. Yeah, it was really nice. You bought a hoodie and it says Lot Lizard on it. <laughs> <laughs> if they had one, bitch, I would buy it. I <laughs> yes. will Now we oh need that. God. If they did, I would buy it. Hell yeah.
0: I had a good time. You uh, know, there's something called... Sad nipple syndrome. Okay, I'm gonna check out now. There's also listen, I was listening to other people. Now you're making shit up. No, I was listening to other people's lives. It's so creepy, right? It's called sad nipple syndrome, where anytime she frown, anytime her nipple gets touched, she feels disappointment. Like she's been it just cries? Been, yeah, like she's just been yelled at by her mom. What the fuck is that? I don't know, but I was like, I, I would rather have a missing toe than sad nipple syndrome. Is that a real thing? I guess. There's also something called bleeding runner's nipples, where runners whose shirts chafe against their nips fucking will bleed. They get chapped and bleed. Yeah, For- remember that episode <laughs> of The Office? No. There was an episode of The Office where Andy put fucking tape and shit over his nips because he said he had got runner's nipples. Oh my God. It's a real thing. More reason for me not to even try and work out.
1: Just do the surgeries. <laughs> I'm not even going to try because I don't want chafed
0: nipples. Oh my fucking God. But the sad nipple syndrome was so creepy to me. Go listen to that episode. It's a recent one from uh, other people's lives. I was like, this is some weird shit. Yeah. I don't want heard. that. I don't want sad nipples. No, I don't. I, I pictured them frowning or like,
1: did they cry? Did they secrete? What What the fuck do you mean sad? What do they And mean, then
0: they told you they were sad. And then to instantly correlate your nipples being touched with your mom. With your mom and with sadness.
1: Like that, yeah. That's
0: deep. that's deep. It's called the incest disease. Incest no,
1: syndrome. No, it's not. No, it's not.
0: I made that last part up.
1: Um, I will say I bought a pair of readers the other day. Did you?
0: You shut up.
1: I went to Walgreens, which they were like $40. That's like the price of an eye exam at some places. Whoa. I might return them. But I bought a pair of readers because if my blindness is getting worse and it's just like all the time, it's hard to put makeup on my shit goes out of focus all the time. So I really have to make an appointment this week and like see a fucking eye doctor because then them Walgreens readers are not
0: going to cut it. Because you made sure to go get that chin lipo, bitch. Now you need to make <laughs> sure to go get those eyes. <laughs> we like, need could your you priorities. Maybe, could you maybe uh,
1: rearrange your priorities a little bit? i'm like i don't care if i can't see no one's gonna
0: see this chin that's that's what i'm gonna worry about first (laughs) but wait you're gonna have to get the ones where the lens flips down so you have one eye covered and can do your eyeliner oh my god do they have those yes i will have to do that or
1: i'm gonna have to wear contacts while i do my makeup or something because like my shit keeps blurring out of vision um yeah, it oh. hasn't gotten any better. So I don't know what's going on, but I will keep you guys updated. I'm going to make an appointment. But if you have an emergency, Walgreens has a whole section of all these different strengths of readers. And so I was in there trying different ones on. Bunny was like, uh-uh, do not get those. She made me get some that look like fucking Harry Potter. Um, uh-huh. But you know, they, they work, though. They worked for, like, that those first couple nights. But now I'm like, I probably needed a stronger strength. <laughs> oh, blood, great! Sometimes I go blurry. Yeah, it's crazy craziness.
0: God damn! Yeah. So, uh, one of Mark's friends is having a baby, and Mark's the godfather. So uh-huh. he asked Mark if he'd be the godfather, and he gave him a gift. Uh-huh. Do you want to know what this motherfucker gave Mark? The last Jameson? thing? Huh? Jameson? No, it's the last thing he needs. Shoes? He gave him. Another, a ring camera system. So guess what? We have we have even more cameras now. Your house is nothing but surveillance. Nothing. So I was watching TikTok the other day and there was this dance on there, right? And I was like, let me see if I could do it. It was a, a, a tutorial. And I got up and I looked over and I seen them cameras and I was like, nope. And I sat right back down because I was like, I'm not even gonna practice that dance because I know he could fucking see. Me. You're not about to give my uncoordinated white First ass out you I've
1: been trying to practice no dance anyway, so maybe that was good. Because <laughs> you need to sit down, yeah,
0: bitch. I'm out there trying to shuffle, girl. I know he posts that video everywhere. Nope, no, fuck, nope. no. Nope. I could just see you twisting your ankle. But I was like, why would he give you a fucking? Camera, like you're not already surveilling the whole fucking property. You you can't nope. even scratch your ass on the porch smoking a cigarette. No, no, it's rude. <laughs> fucking rude, dude. It's real do rude. Do we have some birthdays? I want to do some we, birthdays. We do. You want to read the ones you have? Yeah. My notes say saw Dad's wiener again. Sad nipple syndrome. Bleeding nipples. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> those are great notes. Oh, something else. Let me share this really quick. Cause I didn't know this. What? So there's a new uh, plan B type pill that's out. I forget what it's called. But it's supposed to be more effective than plan B. And instead of having a three day window, you now have a five day window. Okay. So something else I found out about plan because B someone because, with a fetish like me, but, that's great news. Somebody who always I'm wants to be a fucking Twinkie, cream pie queen, Yes,
1: fucking news.
0: So I didn't know this because I don't read the inserts because I don't fucking pay attention. Do you know for plan B loses its effectiveness if you're over 155 pounds? I knew you
1: were gonna say that somebody brought that to my attention because that's not publicized. That's not no, it's something everyone should know. And no one has told me that no one on Planned Parenthood has told me that they don't tell you that on the motherfucking commercial um yeah because I'm over 155 and probably one of the main people that fucking need it
0: the majority of women do I gotta take two or like what I thought it was really important to share that because I never knew that
1: yeah a listener or something brought that to my attention and I was like wow holy shit I like googled it and it's it's
0: for real so I should have wrote down the name of this new pill but google it there is a new plan B type pill that is supposed to be better. I hope effective. it doesn't
1: like um I hope it doesn't throw off your period all crazy cuz plan B does right. that too. Um it in like threw mine off all crazy. I ended up having yep. like two periods in a month yep. and I was like this is not worth that night of like bare minimum average Trump fucking period. fest yeah it was but it wasn't even like worth it i was like this nah and i got two periods for that no fuck no
0: no speaking of periods you guys fucking i know you all want to know this so badly (laughs) (laughs) my fucking menopause is in full effect i'm on i'm having my first period since august right now and it's whooping my ass bad up for all the the months you missed let me tell you it's been a beautiful life without that motherfucker it has been i'm like hurry up and kick fully in menopause and just so everybody knows i'm not fucking 50 years old i am going through early menopause because it runs on my dad's side of the family so does that mean you won't have periods anymore once i go fully through menopause yes that's nice i won't be able to bear children i would like to accelerate mine uh, same i'm like hurry up let's get this shit rocking the mood yeah, swings that are really, great. i will say the mood swings are a little rough i've been um uh, do, do you have night sweats i i've only night had sweats? three i've only had three bad hot flashes where i was pouring fucking sweat i mean like pouring and you know i don't sweat like fucking oh soaking wet hair but the the mood swings like i I almost feel pregnant uh, as far as the emotional part. Like I cry. Oh,
1: that's not fun.
0: That's That, no that part's fun. not fun. Like I'll be watching something and fucking cry. Normally I wouldn't. You know, I cry over everything anyway. Over oh, everything. Wait.
1: Yeah. So yeah, no, I don't need that.
0: Yeah. Both, both my aunts went through menopause on my dad's side before 33. And my Nona went through menopause at... Before forty two, hmm, we're early birds over here, I guess. Well, I'll be jealous when you don't have a period and I do. It's been nice not having to buy tampons or any. Other. Oh, it's been great. Yeah. Now it's not great. Um, do you want to read your birthday first? Yeah, I have a few. I'm gonna just read them. Okay. Um, okay. My okay. Two- let me. Sorry, really quick. I just want to let all you guys know we are really behind because right. of you know everything. Yeah, of life so we're doing our best to catch up
1: please bear with us please and thank, and you. thank you guys for all your patience also so much. because we have got a lot of messages that are just like you know take whatever time you need you know um because you put up a post you know saying some serious family shit was going on and yeah. yeah we've had a lot of understanding listeners so we appreciate that very much
0: you guys are great
1: thank okay you. i'm gonna read it now um my tt kara is a single mom who listens to y'all every day me and my Mm -hmm. siblings would be at her house every day we spent our childhood at her house she has always made sure we have what we need including school clothes school supplies and way more i just love her to the moon and back and i know that it would make her smile even if you just tell her happy birthday her birthday is october 30th uh so we're a little late she moved to Austin, Texas, and I live in Conway, Arkansas, so I barely get to see her now. She lived in Little Rock, Arkansas, which has the best gang banging documentary. Have let me just include that stacking um, girl. And I was at her house twenty four seven. But anyways, her name is Kara, and her birthday is October thirtieth. Please give her a shout out. This is the only thing she wants for her birthday, so please make it happen. So happy birthday, TT Kara. Happy birthday, TT, Kara. Thanks for being a good TT. Yes. Yeah. Good TTs are important. You're awesome. For sure. Yeah. All right. I have another one. Okay. Uh, let me see. Okay. Please do me a shout out. This one is for Gunner, who is one of our lovely listeners that we love. Love him. Happy birthday, November 1st. That fuck somehow is my favorite as well ask me why i followed him for the memes and now i'm moving to denver unrelated to his ass he can't get too cocky he's been a great friend to me and he's obviously a very special person to so many people so perhaps he deserves to be cocky sincerely trailer swift also tell him i also think he's very handsome Ooh. That's cute, and we may have a love connection
0: or possibly love interest. That's cute. I love That's that. Cute. Today's November first. Happy birthday, fuckface! Hey, Gunner! Happy birthday! It is motherfucker. Oh, good. I'm glad you were able to read that one on this day. Hey, go buy Christine some flowers since she squeezed you out of her cooter.
1: Yes, it's her day too. Her day of birth.
0: Definitely.
1: Okay, I got another one. Okay. Um, hey, guys, I know you hear this all the time for think, But thank you so much for this podcast. It helped with getting through hard times of loneliness, depression, and just overall bullshit. And I appreciate you guys so much for providing that to us. I was hoping to get a birthday shout out for myself and my best friend Shannon. Our birthdays are October twentieth, So they got the same birthday and she's the best birthday twin I could ever ask for. We've been friends since 2014 and have been through so much together. We can go days without talking and link back up like no time has passed. I love friendships like that. It's love like it. so, like no pressure, no pressure, and we're still just, we could pick right up. Yep. Um, she's always there to lend an ear when I'm going through it, and it's just a sweet soul overall. I love you, Shannon. Happy birthday to
0: us. Love, Angel. Happy There's birthday, Winnie. you guys! Happy BFF birthdays! I love that. Real quick, I guess we'll wish William a happy birthday, and Gianna, my sweet William Damato. Oh. Yes, and Vinny, we forgot. So let's just no, all in Gianna. one. No, Gianna. That's what. And and Vinny. No, Vinny was August. But we forgot to say his, too. No, we we ended up doing his. (laughs) Yeah. You told me that he was in our group. No, we did, Vinny's. We didn't do Gigi. Happy birthday, Gigi.
1: Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Gianna. Happy birthday, Willie. I love you.
0: He's been great. He's been fucking
1: bunny told me he was dressed like a teenager the other day and i was like what she was like yeah like a skater boy and i was like what he had on a beanie i don't know she was describing his pants and shit too so i don't know what he's going through
0: but he had on a beanie and a sweatshirt and some you know nice fitting jeans he looked a little grown up Mm -hmm. speaking of brothers speaking of brothers did you see the video of my other brother drunk dancing in mexico I did not. I did not. Go look at the group text when we get off this. Girl. Because I I, I I might actually post the video on the page because everybody needs to see this white drunk coordination <laughs> in action. It's amazing. It's fucking amazing.
1: Please post it. Please share it with all of us. <laughs> you gotta watch it. So, white drunk coordination <laughs> is what we need.
0: <laughs> hey, One thing the tomatoes do not have is coordination. We just, nope
1: right all
0: right okay so hey beauties can I please have a birthday shout out for myself my birthday is October 18th I love you both in the podcast so much so getting a happy birthday from you ladies would really make my day thank you in advance and keep up with the amazing content also Crystal I just became a new cat mom and my kitten is badass sometimes lol her name is Elvira oh my god that's (laughs) fucking great that's happy really cute. birthday and that's happy really cute. cat mom yeah that's nice welcome <laughs>
1: to the dark side girl oh god we, we a have a picture night. that crystal will post right before we started recording today a fucking cat thought they were going to record with me so we'll it's post the best out.
0: fucking photo ever I'm i left so the room irritated so irritated we'll share it though. Okay. Hey ladies, first off, I just wanted to let you know how much the podcast means to me. I've been listening since the early days, and it's been amazing to see y'all's progress. I've been feeling super isolated since moving to a place where I don't know anyone except my husband, and I don't really have any close friends anymore since moving. Your show has helped me through so much listening and re-listening to all the episodes and I get hell of excited when a new episode drops. I've been trying to work on self-care and learning my own worth while working through some PTSD from various traumas that I don't need to burn y'all with, but it's been really difficult and hearing you ladies talk about your own work to get right with yourselves is so inspiring to me and helps me better when I'm having shit days. Anyway, I was hoping I could get a birthday shout out. I'm turning 26 on October 18th and I'll also be starting a new job in a new field that day. I'm a little nervous and feel silly asking for a shout out for myself. Do not feel that way. But my thank therapist you. tells me to remind myself I'm worth it. So fuck it. What's it hurt to ask? Exactly. That's right. Sorry exactly. for the long message. Yes, and thank you ladies for being such a big light in my life. Even on my darkest days, Isabella. I love it. Happy fucking birthday. And you know what? Congratulations. Happy, birthday. happy
1: new job.
0: Happy all what? of that. Congratulations for being self-aware and working on yourself as well. That's huge. Yeah, That's it is. It is. It's being responsible. Definitely. Um, hey, can you please give me a birthday shout out? I've been listening since the Ask show. Love you guys. My name is Amber and I'll be 31 on the 23rd. Happy birthday, Amber. Thank you for listening. Happy you guys yes. are free. We have a bunch more but i feel like we should share you know save it we for can the spread next. them out yeah There's i have so much, so much to more, more to up. talk about so
1: we're doing another episode this week you know if you subscribe to our patreon mm-hmm. thank you so much for the support um really. you guys are really keeping the show going at this point and we will be doing another full episode this week there so um if you'd like yes. to get caught up join if you haven't already and i'm i'm gonna spread out some of my
0: experiences over the last few weeks yeah (laughs) i have a bunch more a bunch more but yeah way too much i need all of you guys to know this weather is flannel weather and guess what i'm wearing the old trusty trusty old trusty red (laughs) old trusty red is back
1: in rotation (laughs) Pull big red out and you prepare to see that bitch every day yep so i know you guys missed her she's back
0: She's fucking back. That's oh, hilarious. and also another announcement. We are, you know, we got our website up, com, and we're working on putting our store together because a lot of people have asked us about merch. We're trying to get it done before the holidays. Yeah. Um. So we'll let you know when we're rolling. Yes. And that's it. That's it guys, go to bed.